Greetings, it's the Duke here. And I'm Lady J, and this is Up Schitt's Creek, the podcast. Dedicated to all things Schitt's Creek, SNL, and the Duke being a goddamn psychic. (laughs) You're welcome. Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome, world. How are you, the Duke? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be doing this again with you. Mm -hmm. Very. (laughs) Um... Once we found out that he was going to be hosting, yeah, it kind of wasn't a question. We no. just knew that this was going to happen right after. So, hundred uh, percent. Here we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> first things first. This is going to be the SNL hosted by Dan Levy recap episode. Yes, you know the internet clamored for it. We heard the call. We decided to answer it. <laughs> you guys are so obsessed with us that we thought we'd give you another little uh, taste of us. <laughs> Uh, so yes, so we found out, I found out via Twitter yes. that Dan was going to be hosting on February 6th and I immediately texted you and I didn't want to say like, I I thought in the back of my mind that like you probably already know or that you had seen it already. <laughs> so I wanted to like text you something sort of pithy, you know, and like not, not just the thing of like the news, but like <laughs> something added to like indicate that this is coming from me. And so I texted you with, Welp. <laughs> the very same thing that we posted yes. to yes. Instagram. And, I'll, and, and, you know, listeners to the show will know why I reacted that way. And it's because I was so sort of vehemently against this happening. Yeah. Yes, you were. <laughs> and you, in your infinite wisdom, had predicted it from the start, from the get-go, And so we were like, okay, well, yeah, we're going to be watching this. Mm -hmm. And then um, we'll definitely want to take to the mics (laughs) and talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. And like I said, we had a few of you reach out to us. Yeah. Also sharing this information with us. Yes. (laughs) So thank you for that. You guys are on top of it. We appreciate it. Um, But yeah, you sent me that text message. And I immediately lost my shit <laughs> sitting across this very desk <laughs> uh, with my boyfriend. And I showed him the text message and I said, I fucking knew it. I fucking told you so. Looking at me like I'm crazy. You never told me shit, Christine. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, well, I told Jay. So here we are. Yes. Here we are. Before we get started on any of it. Okay, yes. Was it everything you thought it would be and more? <laughs> Just... Well, the, the, I guess the good thing about being me or whatever is yeah. <laughs> that I had very low expectations going into it. Uh-huh. Um, and even though there was a lot of hype, like on the day of, like, you know, all the excitement and sort of nerves about it, like, I, I sort of was able to maintain a cool head mm-hmm. before and like while it was happening. And so I just sort of let it wash over me, you know? Yeah. And there were definitely some high points and definitely some low points. The good thing is, is I don't think any of my low points had anything to do with Dan. So that's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. I think the same thing with me. There were some things that I thought could have, the show could have done without, you know? Sure. But nothing pertaining to Dan at all. Yeah. I thought he did great. Yeah. So I, I, I genuinely do think that 
it wasn't what I would have referred to as a quote unquote mistake. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> yeah. I think it's fine that he did it. Mm-hmm. And, and now that's just in the books and done, you know? Yes. So that's, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> we can applaud. We can applaud him. Yes. No, a hundred percent. Because listen, whether like for better or for worse, doing that is not an easy thing, you know, mm-hmm. especially as somebody who's not a regular on that cast and like has to come in with like four days to spare and like learn everything and learn the ropes and do it live, you know, like that's not nothing. And I think that he did a great job. Like, you know, so I would imagine it could be very intimidating, especially, you know, given the hilarious cast already that's there and you feel like, okay, I got to keep up with these guys. But also the fact that your dad (laughs) has been here before. Yeah. Um, big shoes. So, but like we said, did good. Yes. So let's. Um, yeah, so I figured the way this will go was we'll just sort of run down the sketches in the order that they appeared. Sounds and good to me. Sort of just give our thoughts, I guess. I don't know. You know what we do Simple, on these shows. Easy, to the point. <laughs> just yeah. like we like it. Um, okay, so cold open. Yeah. The desk of like anchors for the Super Bowl, uh-huh. like pre Super Bowl, right? Uh-huh. One thing is because I don't know anything about sports, mm-hmm. is I don't know if there is supposed to be one real people or like based on real people. I think they're supposed to be real people. Those names that they gave are real (sighs) commentators. I don't know a lot about sports either, but I think so. Okay. I think that's why like... That's why it's funny because it's an impression? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I felt like some of them, if not all of them, were impersonating somebody. Okay. So... Okay. Fair enough. I took it to be that they were impersonating actual sportscasters. Okay. And... And maybe, but maybe they're like send ups because like some yeah. of these names were like ridiculous. Like, <laughs> Have you seen? Some I know, of these you know, that's, that's bad on me. If these are real people, I apologize <laughs> to the universe for saying that. But um, so, okay, so these like real news yeah. sports people, right, are sitting around this thing. And one of like the first jokes they made was like, do we really need five people here? <laughs> you know, like I really enjoyed that moment. They made a quick army hammer joke which you know man given the time yeah makes sense there's something that's happening right now and it is weird can we can we talk about that sure do you have any opinions about this army hammer what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) that's just my question is that an opinion it's a fucking question (laughs) what is actually happening with this i thought it was a joke i really did i saw it on social media and i thought who's playing like this is not funny let's not accuse people and then i come to find out no, it's real. exes are coming out yeah. of the woodwork saying oh yeah he's fucking weird <laughs> and let me tell you why what oh, yeah. see okay i struggle as you know call it my cross to bear or whatever but it's like i struggle so hard with like judging people for their sexual fetishes and things you know what i mean yes. like i don't yes. i don't want to necessarily judge army hammer for being uh, like a sexual cannibal or whatever like okay. whatever the term is for that i don't what? know okay but i do obviously judge the behavior of like randomly dming girls and like you know yeah. all of that stuff like that's bad and terrible you know and right. should not be happy happening or have ever happened okay to be fair like i don't know every single detail about it like i just sort of like when it was trending on twitter i sort of yeah. like did a deep dive on it you know and I'm sure, like, a lot of stuff has come out after the fact. Like, I think he spoke about it. And Did stuff. he? Like, I don't know. I stopped because this was 
a really it's, weird and uncomfortable yeah, thing to read yeah, about. It is. It's it's definitely um, odd. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Like yeah. he needs to seek whatever help he needs to make his life better. <laughs> yeah, and make his like children's lives better and all that. And um, oh, he has kids. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, and he oh. just like it's so funny too because like I think it was at the beginning of this year, right around the time of you know quarantine and stuff that um, he and his wife had celebrated like several years together, like huh. in the in the tens of years together sure and um and the next thing you know they're like breaking up right and like he has a girlfriend and she's on that what is that housewives show or whatever selling sunset or whatever and all this stuff and it was just like this is like a lot of army hammer news anyway in 2020 Uh (laughs) and then this happens and it's just like whoa (laughs) to kick off 2021 (laughs) right 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 you know to stay relevant to stay relevant you know god forbid (laughs) listen whatever you choose to do you choose to do in the bedroom like whatever the things you want you want yeah i mean again i do not judge that okay no neither do i and neither should anybody but let's all uh draw the the line okay (laughs) somewhere where the kinkiness of it and like the using it as part of like a fetish Mm -hmm. or a fantasy or what have you okay that's your thing that's your thing right yeah but then you're gonna do it if you're gonna do it yeah let's not eat people i think we can all <laughs> let's agree not, let's not suck the blood out of people <laughs> let's not eat the flesh of our friends let's agree that that's just bad and Eesh. it's wrong Eesh. and like wow what the fuck <laughs> so that's i think why i also stopped reading and like digging in <laughs> yeah it's because just, it's just all too much know. and then i had to draw the line for myself at like how much do i care about army right. hammer you know what i mean <laughs> Like, how much is this going to affect my day-to-day life? Well, what's funny is when this all came out, I thought to myself, oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> you know? Like, it was one of those things. Like, oh, fucking Army Hammer. That's right. right, right. Oh, shit. He, yeah. He's a guy. <laughs> like, he's a person in the world. You know what's so funny? And he's an actor. The week that all this news broke, um, I was talking to a friend. And we were sort of just, like, running down. Because we hadn't seen or talked to each other in so long. We were sort of, like, running down all the, like, shows and movies that we need to each watch, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and for whatever reason, Call Me By Your Name popped into my head. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I really love that movie. Like, I watched it so many times when it first oh, came out. Oh, I haven't seen it. And she goes like, yeah, no, I never watched it. I was like, oh, and now you can't. Because <laughs> it's like, I got, I got grandfathered, like, Army Hammer got grandfathered into that one for me. Like, it's fine, you yeah. know? But going into it, having never seen it, and now oh, with this. Oh, that's going to be weird. Yeah, that's yeah. a problem. <laughs> oh, this is a problematic situation. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, I don't so, know. Anyway, that's enough about Army Hammer. <laughs> um, yes. So then, okay, and then they made, like, the classic football joke of, like, how they've done a terrible job of keeping COVID in check. Uh-huh, yeah. And they've had like 700 cases or something like that in the NFL. And then it got a little political, right? Then they started talking about how the theme this year is all about inclusivity and like, you know, even handedness in the messaging and everything. And yeah. so we got that Cheez-Its commercial that was oh, yes. like couched in like a, human rights like black lives matter <laughs> like message. i didn't know where it was going at first and then cheeses <laughs> yeah which okay. which like that to me is like classic snl like, i can get on board for that where it's like that bait and switch yeah moment you know like 
that's funny to me. Um, then and then and then in the in the sake of like even handedness and equal messaging, then they did like a Papa John's. <laughs> QAnon <laughs> commercial or whatever, uh, which I don't know was less funny to me, but that's probably just because I can't take a joke, you know? <laughs> I think we could take a joke. I just don't think it was very funny. I, yeah, like, wh- like, 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 like the Cheez-Its thing worked so well because it was sort of like, da-da-da-da-da, and then punch Cheez-Its commercial. Yeah. And then the other one was sort of like so much more heavy-handedly one thing that it felt less clever i think yeah. is the takeaway there oh another funny moment was when they were talking about how you know if the puppy bowl isn't your thing yeah. we've got the lifetime movie <laughs> and it has nothing to do with anything it's it's about like a single woman and her cat and then the and then the joke line which was and then it turns out the cat is santa's son <laughs> Which, which yes. is very, very <laughs> clever and very like spot on oh, yeah. for what those movies on Lifetime are. <laughs> I always watch them every holiday season thinking that it's going to be some different uh, plot or storyline or there's going to be a twist somewhere. And it's like, OK, the same thing now. It's the always same the same thing every time. I told you. I, damn, if I won't stop watching. This was the first like this past Christmas, the first time I ever watched any of these like made for tv not the first time ever but like i watched like a good chunk of them mm-hmm. like it, over like this like a two-week span and one of them was a christmas movie movie which was like uh, a, i know what you're talking about it was like a meta self-aware christmas movie about yeah. how these christmas movie tropes are except that like i think unironically they then did the trope too. And so like it kind of like blew my mind how terrible it was. Oh. Truly. Yeah, it was like pretty atrocious. <laughs> Hallmark and lifetime movies, Ugh. man. Let me tell you. They'll never go away. No. Because there will always be people watching them. No. Yeah. Oh, fuck. They're gonna like cockroaches. They're gonna live through everything, you know? And then KFC was like, let me get in on that. What the fuck was that? <laughs> With Mario Lopez. Yeah. What did I watch? That was what was that it? was ridiculous. I don't know. I you know they just they won't stop making shit like that because no. fuck it. Why why not? Well, and people tune in, so Absolutely. it's like it's just a money train for them. It costs mm-hmm. them nothing to make them if the lighting and costume is any That's indication. Obvious. Yeah, and they just air them, and there you go. Mm-hmm. And they make them exclusive because they only run like once ever, oh and they're never available on like Netflix and shit. So it's like people, it's it's like appointment television for people. It's crazy. I couldn't even handle that one. But hey, whatever. Whatever. Um, and then the last sort of real joke, I think, of that sketch was um, 80 playing both coaches mm, and the quick changes she had to do. That was funny. That was very funny. Yeah. I love 80, though. Yeah, I know. Oh, my god! And she's the queen of doing that. Like, you saw that one sketch a couple months ago or whatever where she had to do a quick change and it went horribly. Like, the camera didn't cut away fast enough or cut back slowly enough or something like that where like she was mid change and her dresser was like behind her like dressing her when they cut back to her and it is was that like why she said go real slow yes. <laughs> that was Got yeah that it. was like a little like inside nod to like we know we all know how this goes you know <laughs> i did it was great <laughs> what did you or something like that. Yeah. Coach Arians, what did you think of what Coach whatever said about that? And she's like, she's taking off her beard, she's setting her hat on. It's great. Oh, man. Uh, 
So, like, that was the cold open. It was fine. It was okay. It was okay. It, it was, was right. nothing to write home about, really. Dan no. wasn't in it, which, good. Because yeah. one of my biggest fears with him hosting the show was, like, the political aspect. And I think they did a really good job of having him nowhere near any yeah. political talk, like, at all. Yeah. Which was A plus to me. He wasn't on Weekend Update and he wasn't nope. in the cold open. Your comedy. Mm-hmm. Your comedy yes. with Dan and I loved it. Yes. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the, the monologue. monologue. Okay. So, yeah. much to my chagrin, I innocently was just, like, checking Instagram like a couple hours before uh-huh. the show aired and thank God, like you didn't see my screen when right. I was doing it because then it would have been a spoiler for both of us. But Jackie, yes. Tell them another <laughs> reason why I know I'm a goddamn you are, fucking psychic. You are. I Please. don't, I don't think you're as much a psychic as you are just like a really intuitive, like person when it comes to this stuff I'm like sorry what? No, i'm giving you credit okay <laughs> would you rather psychic. be a psychic or be intuitive i have a 900 number <laughs> oh my bad or That's i want right. one i don't That's know <laughs> <laughs> it's a google number <laughs> please okay please. no when we went like in like the beginning of the day it was like three o'clock or something and you were like what if just just bear with me what if like Eugene or one of them or all of them were there, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you know, the thought crossed my mind because I had that same thought earlier in the day. I was like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to like see them, you know? But then I was like, it's a logistics nightmare yeah. with COVID and like quarantining and keeping everybody safe and healthy. Like, I'm sure it's impossible. Like mm-hmm. not even all the cast is on every episode just to keep it to a minimum, you know? And... So that's how I sort of wrote it off in my head. And then I was like innocently scrolling through Instagram, completely (laughs) forgetting that the East Coast had already watched it and had been done with it. Okay. And I found something out that I then had to like zip my lip about for the next four hours. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm very proud of you for doing. Well, I was not going to spoil that for you because I I knew how much you were going to die when (laughs) what you predicted came true. So like I was not going to be the one to ruin that for you. Thank you, my friend. Of course. I love you. So yeah, so cold open. First things first, we must discuss the sparkly suit. Oh my God. And the twirl. This, oh, I know the twirl. The sparkly suit and the twirl made my Deb loving heart flutter mm-hmm. and my Dan loving mm-hmm. heart flutter. And it was so cute and so perfect. Yes. I think that when they announced, when they said his name, mm-hmm. that he was the host, you and I jumped yeah, up. Of course. And when we saw him, we were applauding. I think my hands were raw. <laughs> and we then we were just like a puddle. Yeah. Like he could do no wrong at that point, yeah. even if he totally flopped it. Like, no. We were He's stage on moms. the stage. We were stage He's moms. On the stage and we are dying. <laughs> we were stage moms. He was doing the twirl. He was in the sparkly suit. And we were so heart eyed at that moment. Yeah, 100%. He looked great. He did. But he always looks great. I know. But like quarantine's been good to him. Yeah, like he looks great. Yeah, yeah. Whoever picked that suit, and it was probably him. Yeah, probably. Um, I think he didn't. He say that it was like a gift from Tom York. I think so. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, he looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yes. 
And then, yeah, and then he did his monologue. He talked about how, like, things are going good and then things are going not so good. So, like, <laughs> obviously people are finally starting to watch his show and they got their Emmy sweep mm-hmm. last fall. Then they went into the backstage tour. Yeah. Which... I knew is when we were going to see Eugene. So I was like, oh my God, I love a backstage tour. (laughs) You bitch. How dare you? You knew all along. Which I do. I mean, I didn't know how it was going to happen because all I had seen was like a still of Uh like Eugene being there. So like, I didn't know what was going to occur. Yeah. So like, you know, he pushed through and they did like that whole gag of like how things are a little different here with COVID and the precautions we're taking and like people Mm -hmm. are distancing, wearing masks and there's like a sanitation station where Melissa Villasenor is being like sprayed down (laughs) with Lysol. And then, yeah, and he's, like, making his way, and then there's Eugene in a plexiglass box. Hold on. I want to apologize to you first, because you what? were absolutely right about something what? in rewatching it. He oh, pointed forgot, to the yes. picture. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> you were 100% right. I saw both photos, yeah. Issa Rae and Catherine yeah. O'Hara. And I thought, I don't know why, maybe I wasn't wearing my glasses. I don't know. (laughs) But he was pointing to Issa Rae, and I thought it was supposed to be a joke. Right. Like, no, he's not pointing to Catherine. He's calling Issa Rae. Like, he's saying, that looks like I know her. her. Like, skipping over Catherine. But no, he was, which is a good joke, to be fair. Sure. But he's absolutely pointing pointing at Catherine. Catherine. He's like, I know her. (laughs) And then 80 comes in immediately. He's like, don't point, you know, all that stuff. (laughs) Yes. Um, But yeah, so I felt, I I did feel good about that in rewatching it. I was like, I was right. (laughs) You were going to say I'm not right about a lot of things, but I was right about that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So then Eugene's in a plexiglass box. And the gag is like, oh, my God, you flew all the way from L.A. for this. And he's like, yeah. And then they put me right in this box, you know, and um, and like the whole like, well, I wish I could help you, but I've got a show to host. So peace out, dad. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then Eugene gets that little moment of like, can can one of you guys like point me towards the stage so I can watch my son, which was cute. So our hearts melted. And then we found out in via BTS photos that Sarah was there, too. Yes. Yeah. Oh. The family. The family. It was a family affair. It was so cute. Imagine so what they partied afterwards. Oh, they, which they always do. Although, <clears throat> yeah. where do they party when I don't New York know. being so shut down? I don't know. Maybe like there on the stage. That would be cool. Sure. So that, so that was the cold open. It was yeah, cute. It was it good. Was, yeah. I will say this. as It was cute because of like the gag of like the Catherine thing and Eugene being there and all that stuff. But it did feel a little bit like quote unquote lackluster for a monologue. Like I've seen some amazing monologues, you know? Yeah. And yes, it was. But after when I thought about it really, because I felt the same thing when it was done, I'm like, that's it. That was it. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. But I'm kind of glad they did it that way instead of dragging it out and then making him less funny. Kind of like a forced kind of a thing. That's you know what I mean? Which happens often. And they're like, they start applauding their own jokes and like, ha 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 moments. Yeah, that's fair. And I'm glad they didn't do that to him. Mm-hmm. So that was, it was right. Yeah. And I will say you're right about that because, and we'll talk about this when it, when I get to that sketch in particular, but like SNL has this thing and I have to believe it's because, you know, that thing where, where like where you're too close to something, you can't really like, like you lose sight of what it is yeah. or what it is, you know? Um, and I have to believe it's because these writers, like, and the cast and everything, like, they they only have, like, six days to write brand new material every week. And then they're, like, living it and breathing it for, like, three or four days, getting mm-hmm. it up on its feet until it goes live. And I think that they think 
there's a reason to push it just a little bit further. Yeah. And it's it, that that for for me as an audience member has never worked. Mm-mm. In the 20 plus years I've been watching this show, that extra step they take to push it just a little bit further never works. Yeah. Where they could have just cut it and it would have been perfect, you know? Yeah. And so, they do that often on, on multiple shows where it's like, fair, oh, yeah. that was a little bit much. Like you didn't need to take it there or go that yeah. far. You could have just cut it in half and it would have been great. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes they do it a disservice by adding too overdoing much to it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was short, sweet, funny, mm-hmm. cute. Um, he gave you know his fans what he wanted by the whole ew, David. Yeah. How people say ew to him. You at him. Yeah. yeah. That's cute. So I could I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, overall, yeah, success. And then also to it moved seamlessly from monologue into the first sketch mm-hmm. like there was no commercial break either the first like official sketch of the night was the universal studio tour <laughs> which was pretty great <laughs> like kidding? it was it was great it was it the, was great. it was very funny his comedy was very strong so good <laughs> It made me okay. How do we? How do I talk about this without going all over the place? But I want to make this the moment. So, you and I sort of, or you, you said something later that night that triggered this aha moment for me, mm-hmm. which is that Dan Levy is a funny person. Yes, <laughs> I think that even the whole you know five or so years that I watched that show, watched Shit's Creek, it never occurred to me really that it's all coming from the mind and genius and comedy of Dan Levy. He is the funny behind the show. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, to an extent, there was a writer's room and everything. But, like, to to the extent that, like, he wrote a majority of the shows and, like, he ran the show and everything, he's the funny. Yeah. And I think... You know, maybe maybe I had lost sight of that because it's like he's also on the show and he's playing a character, and so his acting is so great and all that. And then obviously, like all of the zeitgeist phenomena around Dan and the whole show and everything, seeing him do just funny was like this aha moment of like, oh right, he's a funny person. <laughs> like he knows how to deliver lines. Mm-hmm. Like he's he understands timing and all these things. And I was just like, duh. Yeah. You know? I felt so foolish for not <laughs> thinking about that before, but here we are. It's just funny because when you watch Shits Creek and when you're so, you know, obsessed with all of the actors that are in it mm-hmm. and the story and, and the story. But also, you have two legends that are on the show. They are what really brought people to that show, ultimately. Oh, 100%. 100%. So it's, it's very easy to just be like, oh, my God, have you seen the show with Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara? Mm-hmm. And that's it, you know? Right. But Dan Levy's a standalone. I mean, he is funny in his own right. He absolutely deserves to be host of SNL. Yeah. And... To do anything that he wants to do without Eugene, without Catherine, without any, because he's a fucking funny guy. Yeah, he is. And And the writing that he's going to be doing now for other shows, I can't wait, because another opportunity for the funny, for the comedy, for all of that to come out again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, it's exciting. And um, so, okay, so the Universal Studio Tour sketch, it's Mikey Day as, like, 
the like the senior yeah. host person and ego is the driver yeah. and her whole thing is like don't talk to me but then she can't help but interject herself don't you know involve me <laughs> and then phoby comes up <laughs> comes on with this caramel color wig caramel wig and his coffee cup and his like little headset microphone thingy and so he's like the trainee he's like yeah. like the junior tour person and He's just an oversharer. Like, he can't help himself. <laughs> Everything about this tour is bringing up random anecdotes and random memories yes. for him. And he can't help but share them. Yeah. You know how people say blame it on the alcohol because that stupid song? Stoby <laughs> is blaming it on the coffee. coffee. You guys, I really think I like coffee I really now. I like coffee now. <laughs> I've been saying that since then. It's great. You guys, I think I like coffee now. <laughs> Oh, man. It makes you wonder, like, what his life was before this that he had never had coffee before, Jesus. you know? So he's, like, oversharing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he starts saying um, things like, change my mind. Like, he'll, he'll, like, give a hot take and he'll be like, change Ooh, my mind. Oh, E.T. looks like a bullseye. <laughs> change my mind. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, he does. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> or what do you call a lesbian dinosaur? Oh, like a lot of us. <laughs> meanwhile, and the way he does it too, oh, he God. like brings the microphone like right up to his mouth. So it's kind of like that ASMR vibe. And he just like whispers it. And it's so fucking that's funny. He said that he, that's why the, why Doc in Back to the Future was going back in time so he could molest Mark. <laughs> Right. What? Yeah, like Marty was friends with Doc because Doc was grooming Marty, but then he felt bad about it, so he went back in time to like undo his oh mistake. My God. And then they start talking about Newman from Seinfeld because they're on the Jurassic Park section of the tour, and he starts saying how Newman is his softener. I've never even heard of a softener before. Uh, I know I've heard like, of like a fluffer, but what? like. Um. Yeah, and then and then he's like, "Why don't you guys all go tell me who your softeners are?" He's like pointing at the you know at the would be a uh, tram audience. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh my god. And meanwhile, the Catholic students like, "Do I have to tell you who my softener is?" <laughs> no. And Mikey has such a hard job in that sketch too because it's like he has to play the straight man, right? Like yeah. he has to be the one who's like appalled by everything that Sobe <laughs> is saying, and it's just like it's just really funny. Gru comes on like it's Bowen as Gru. He comes on, and from the jump, I had oh. when I was rewatching it, I was watching Dan the whole time, and the minute he comes on the the tram. Um, Thobie's looking at him like like in disbelief <laughs> and shock and then when it's finally his turn to speak he's like what is the, whatever his name is Daniel or whatever he's like this guy used to be my best Dylan. friend Dylan. Dylan this guy used to be my best friend and then he chose coke over me <laughs> and then his friend Dylan is just like oh no no, no okay bye me, have bye. fun <laughs> Dylan stop doing coke you're gonna die <laughs> Wow. And then, of course, the capper, <laughs> the button or whatever of the sketch is King Kong. <laughs> and what does he say? I cannot think of King Kong without thinking of the night that I lost my virginity. <laughs> this is probably my favorite sketch of really? the entire night. Uh, no, yes, for me, it's it, the next one. <laughs> I know. That one's, it's it's really hard to pick between the two. But this is a classic. Oh. It's a great one. Like, it, it'll go down in the books as like a, a classic sketch yeah of this era of snl for sure <laughs> yeah. then the next one Ooh. i think for me it checks off a lot of boxes one 
it's a pre-tape. I love a good pre-tape short, you know? Mm -hmm. And two, like, you think it's one thing, and then it's not, and then it's something completely different, and it's so specific, and it's, like, so niche that, like, even if it didn't apply to me, like, I feel like I get it, because it's so, like, oh, like, yeah, like, that's different and cool. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the Zillow sketch. I don't know what else to call it. The Zillow movie or whatever. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Real estate is your sex now. (laughs) Is maybe my favorite line of that whole thing. Fucking get with the sketch. (laughs) What the actual fuck? It's It's so good. So accurate though. Because... It yes. is so accurate. You're in your late 30s. This Real is what estate it is, like. is your sex now. It's like, it's fucking classic. And like the little touches, like the like the grabbing of the bed, bed spread, you know? All the ooh. <laughs> or when, when Bowen's like holding up his phone to the camera and he's like sliding the maximum or the minimum price number all the way up, like ooh. Ooh. <laughs> So and good. Dan, look at him like, <laughs> just like, he's about just, to, yeah, yes, <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Yeah, it is. Or or like that moment, yeah, where it's Bowen and Dan on the bed, and he's like, he's like showing him what he found on his phone, and he's like, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love how Dan just like <laughs> casually plops himself on the bed, like, "Oh, we're gonna do this." <laughs> oh my god! Oh my yeah, god! This that was sketch. a great, uh, so good sketch. And if you think you're getting too hot and need to cool down, <laughs> press the contact agent button, and then you cut to Cecily. Ah, it's Donna Lazzaretti. <laughs> oh man, uh, it's just so yeah, good. Brilliant. It's so good. I love it. Short and sweet and mm-hmm. just really, really funny. That one was all over social media right after. Oh, yeah. And people everywhere were like, best, best sketch. Zillow even tweeted at Dan and was like, see you tonight, Dan. Oh, how cute. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that was really man. cute. That did a lot for Zillow. <laughs> yeah. A lot. I'll tell you. Uh, it made me rethink. No, I'm kidding. Mm. <laughs> We're going to go on tonight. No. We're going to go on tonight. Ooh, is your life boring? <laughs> Does it need spice? <laughs> I'm going to so send good. you screenshots tonight. I would never live in North Carolina, but if I did, I would have a gross mansion. <laughs> a gross mansion. I know. It's great. It just gets funnier. It, like, it like heightens all the way to the best. It's I don't know. That that for me <laughs> is I think my favorite sketch of the night. Like yeah. I really, really yeah, appreciated that one. Brilliant. <laughs> okay. And then we go into what I think is my least favorite sketch. It was the Super Bowl party sketch. Mm, okay. Not my least favorite. Okay. But fair enough. I, but not a strong one. My main takeaway from that one is like I actually can't believe they did that. You mean the hands in the pot? All of it. Like, I mean, the hands in the pot is, like, obviously the most egregious part of all of that. Yeah. But uh, the whole thing is just so kind of gross, you know? Yeah. That, like, I sort of kind of can't believe they went there. But then, you know, that's what SNL does, is, right? Is they try to push the envelope, and I can't... I don't want to hate them for that. Yeah, you know? the one thing I d- appreciated about it is that they kind of did the thing that a lot of people are doing right oh, now. Right. I'm being so careful. It's like, oh, no, no, dude. It's just us, right? It's yeah, just yeah, yeah. us. I mean, no, but then I was over at my my sister's house. But, you know, it was just her and then him and then them. But it's cool, man, because we're all good, right? Right. We're all good. Right. Which everybody everywhere right now is, is doing. doing that. So. Especially here in Los Angeles, let's yes. face it. And then my favorite part of that whole sketch was when um, – 
when Beck's character is describing how he's a mouth masseur. And he's doing the hand movement. This is so visual, but like he's doing the hand movement as if he's massaging a mouth right then and there. And he's like, you know, because because then they're like, you're not kissing them, are you? And he's like, only only during the massage, you know, oh, and only and only before and after, and sometimes you know just just cause. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's all right. And then the part that really bugs me is like they're all stage eating, and then it seems like Heidi really went for it. So then she couldn't really talk the rest of the sketch, yeah. and like everything she was saying was muffled, and it was just weird. I don't know. I'm, it wasn't crazy about it. I only appreciate it for that little bit of it, where it's like, yeah, okay, there's right. some truth the in that. The joke being right. right, and then of course the the thing on that one where they take it a step further was then, oh, this is all just a fake commercial and it's Dr. Fauci doing like a PSA and how he's teamed up with Cheetos and Durex to remind everybody to like not do this or whatever. And I was like, all right, but we could have, we got there already before you dim the lights and brought Fauci out. You Mm -hmm. know, that's what I'm talking about where like they take it an extra step and I'm like, you didn't have to do that. They did it. They did it. You know, it would have been fine just like that right. without it. Just end it with like, yeah. oh, let's all group hug and, you know. And hold it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, so, whatever. Uh, it's, it's fine. It's not, like, to your point, it's probably not the worst thing that's ever happened on SNL. It yeah. just wasn't my favorite. Oh, and then when they were leaving the stage, because sometimes, like, they do that now where they stay on even mm-hmm. though, like, they're ready to go to commercial, you know, like, mm-hmm. as, like, the actors are leaving the stage and stuff. And Dan almost fell. Yeah, I saw that. He, like, tripped, he tripped. on himself and almost fell. Yeah. He tripped. I didn't know. I wasn't going to mention it because I'm like, oh, don't come for me, you know? I'm sure people <laughs> no, will be like, it is okay, what it is. good way to point that out, like, unnecessary. But he almost tripped. No, I'm not even, like, saying it in a bad way against oh. Dan. I'm just, like, <laughs> calling it out. I was like, oh, my God, like, he almost fell. <laughs> I was Thank God he didn't. for him. Yeah. Imagine that beautiful face being oh, hurt. Boo-boo. No. So next was the lifting our voices sketch where it was Keenan as the host of like a show on BET. Yes. That for Black History Month was all about like um, bringing in like white allies, right? And like having them or i don't quite they didn't do a really good job of like setting up the premise like it was like mm-hmm. lifting our voices was, was is the name of the show mm-hmm. and because it's black history month they want to celebrate or no something about how like white people white allies have always been a part of the story yeah or whatever and so they so that's what this episode was all going to be about <laughs> you know mm-hmm. And then it very quickly devolved into, like, white savior complex people, which is always funny. Of course it Um, is. And so you had um, 80 on with Punky. I don't know her last name. Punky Johnson. Punky Johnson. Punky's, like, the student, and 80's the teacher. And 80's, like, just trying to do right by all the black students at her school. And it turns out Punky's the only one. And so, like, and she, like, she, she dresses up as Madam CJ Walker every year. And she brought black hair care products. And it was, like, a nightmare. And then it's Chris Red and Dan as, like, his best friend. And Dan comes out wearing, like, a, what's that thing that goes, 
Is that what it's called? I don't think that's because he just had the thing that goes around your neck, like a oh, like you would wear, like if you were like at graduation or something. What's that thing called? And then he's so he's like sit down. He's he's got his fist in the air. He's like you know just like doing all the things, like very performative, right? And like very much like putting himself at the center yeah. of the narrative. Chris Red's character is like just trying to get a word in edgewise, and yeah. he keeps cutting him off to like say his piece. These wigs they keep putting down it. <laughs> Great. Oh my god they're really great good great wig work <laughs> yeah honestly um, um but no he was good in this one too yeah he was funny he was Hilarious. he was talking about how he went and protested and then when he threw a brick through oh the wendy's store those cops did not take it easy on me they walked right up to me and arrested my friends <laughs> it's like so tone deaf and so oblivious yes. to you know the world and then the last bit of that sketch was um Ego with Kyle. That was my favorite. As like a married couple. <laughs> he has a lot of money. <laughs> she's a just, lot of money. She's not, she's not very play. rich. She's like, she's like, like from birth. Okay. <laughs> like, but the way he was oh, talking. He's terrible. No, I was cringing. Uh, he's like, my Ooh. cinnamon princess, shea butter queen. Like and then the these- fucking paintings. <laughs> Jesus. I sold that to anthropology for $90,000. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, you know, yeah. if Leslie was still on the show, it would have been her and him <laughs> yeah. doing that together. Yeah. I love me. This is one of those Kyle times sketch. that you miss. You really yes. miss some of those characters yes. that were on there, or the actors rather, comedians. They would have been perfect yes. for sketches like this. Yes, hundred oh, percent. Yeah, uh, and plus, like Leslie and Kyle together was just gold. <laughs> like all of their little, you know, um, running gags they had between yeah. the two of them were always so funny on that show. That's it. That's the sketch. It's it's good. It's funny. It definitely like calls out the hypocrisy and the white savior complex you know absolutely people and um how they're how they're they can't help but center themselves in the narrative yeah. and you know i appreciate when they do sketches like that yeah and then we had a performance from phoebe bridgers which happened that <laughs> happened yeah she's an artist she was on stage mm-hmm. and she's the singing she and- she fulfilled the contract of uh-huh. being a musical guest on snl mm-hmm. And then Weekend Update happened. Yes! Right off the bat, hilarious joke about how Stevie Wonder is pretending to be blind, which <laughs> is like a runner. Okay, but on also, this media. is a thing. Like, this that's, that's what I'm thing. saying. Like, people have been saying this for a long time. Why have I never heard this before until I literally a week before this happened on mm-hmm. SNL? I had heard this weird conspiracy theory yeah. about this. Like, that it's an actual conspiracy theory. But that's all that is, though. It really is just a well, conspiracy okay, yeah. theory. The man is blind, okay? But I didn't like, even know it was. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, what the actual fuck is happening that people are <laughs> questioning this man's, yeah. like, blindness? I think, I think it's just like with anything, right? It just made, it just makes for something to talk Ugh, about, you know? On. It's just, yeah. Literally, people will fucking seriously find anything to make a conspiracy I know. And I'm not even sure. I Ugh. think it's not even the first time that SNL has made a joke about this. Like, because mm. I vaguely recall there even being like a whole sketch like oh. a couple years ago about this, you know, theory slash joke or whatever it is. But didn't somebody that he <clears throat> worked with before or some other artist 
kind of back that conspiracy I think, up. I think that's kind of where it started or where it came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I don't know who. I couldn't tell you. I, I don't um, remember either. Because yeah, it's not new, really. Yeah. Thing. And see, that's the problem with conspiracies. And I'll say this and be done with it because whatever. But that's the thing. Once somebody gives it a little bit of weight or somebody actually says, oh, yes, this could be a thing. Let me tell you why. Then the world just wants to eat that shit up. And it's like, come on. Welcome to the world. Oh, fuck. (laughs) It's exhausting. I know. That's why it's like grain of salt with everything. And honestly, just don't engage. I have like, I always have to remind myself, like, is this going to change my life? Is if the answer is even like slightly no or like a maybe, just don't engage. Like yeah. it's not worth my. The problem is though is space. that when people start worrying more about that shit other than real important shit. Yeah, I know. Come the fuck on. I know. I agree. Ugh. Anyways, I know. Meanwhile, former social media influencer Donald Trump <laughs> is not going to testify at his impeachment <laughs> hearings. That was another great line. Yeah. And then they did, oh, okay. Then they did two little mini sketches within update, which was one was the <laughs> kid cancel people. I fucking liked that one. I did, did not like that okay. one. I know. It I didn't, didn't work first. for me. I, th- I think, I, I mean, intellectually, I understand it's funny. It's actually very funny and it's on point. It just didn't work for me. The look of Heidi and Mikey hmm. Like their vibe coming on and doing that didn't work for me. I feel like I wanted them to be dumber because they came Mm. off as these like yuppie types, right? Who were like so woke and whatever, but they don't, they look like the kind of people who wouldn't be that way. You know what I mean? And so it just kind of, the whole thing just coalesced into like weirdness for me. Yeah. I I don't know. When I initially watched it, I didn't like it. I was like, nah. Yeah. But in rewatching it, I think that I could appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the whole fucking cancel culture in itself is a fucking joke. Right. But it was funny that they were trying to cancel kids. I know. I mean, what the fuck? I call the, like incense. calling them pigs and, you know, all that stuff. Like, it is funny because oh. essentially they were using the same language that people use on Twitter yeah. and stuff when they're trying to cancel people, mm-hmm. which so and then, of course, the joke is that they're like five year old children. At one point, like one was like a toddler, like an infant or whatever. And like <laughs> hilarious. Like, I get it. You know, I really hope that these pictures that they were showing are, are not like, real members. Yeah. Fucking children that they gave Or at the very to. least, like Getty images or something, yeah. you know, because it's like, yeah, who are these people? Come on. <laughs> yeah. A little disturbing. A little bit. But yeah, the one I didn't like was the next one. The okay, and see, I appreciated that joke (laughs) the first three rounds, and then I was like, y'all, rule of threes, this has stopped being funny 15 songs ago. Yeah, I was like, how long is this gonna go on? (laughs) Like, it it lost juice, it lost charge by the end of it. Again, one of the things where they could have just Real quick, they could yeah. have made a joke out they of it. They could have done three, done. three mm-hmm. songs, mm-hmm. right? And then been out. They did like seven or eight. And it was like, by the last one, I was like, really? Another one? I'm like, really? <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I mean, like the Friends the song was funny that they were like, oh, yeah. And like Chris <laughs> was like doing like, like the bass riff. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. But you love Friends, so. Well, right. I mean, but uh, but. The, it works and it's funny because it's like who doesn't know even right. if you've never seen friends you know that's the friends yeah. theme song you know what i'm saying yeah 
Um, and then I think the last one was funny because it's like the SNL sax riff, mm-hmm. but it's like all that stuff in the middle didn't could have just gone. Like none of it mattered. I know. You know? But yeah, that was, that was that was too weekend. impressive. It wasn't, but also too, I have to remind myself like we're in 2021, we're post the politics era. Like there's yeah. not much juice in a lot of things, you know. And so they're just doing their best, trying to find what's funny. <laughs> In the blah, which, you know, is hard, to be fair. Sure you know, um, I mean, look at us. We're fucking <clears throat> trying real fucking hard. Really hard, you guys. <laughs> okay. And then came what is, like, tied for first for me. Oh. Is the hot damn sketch. Mm-hmm. My God. <laughs> this is funnier and the and how i know i love it is because i watched it no less than 25 times today and it never lost his charge it was funny every time every time i would i would watch it or like i would listen to it like i'd hear a new word that they're saying or a new inflection that dan's giving to a word or something and of course cecily is like just the queen of singing and dancing on the show and it was fucking fire. This spoke to the musical lovers yeah. every fucking where. Yeah. And that's why you fucking love it. Because you love a good fucking musical. Obviously. But <laughs> it's more than that for me. Yeah. Like, it's everything. It's it's the way that, like, Cecily's, like, giving it 85 million percent. <laughs> and Dan's sort of, like, throwing away the moves, you know? Like, kind of. Like, he's not hitting them as sharply as she is, which I feel like is in character for him, yeah. you know? The fact that, like, I can't help but think, like, that they wrote this together. <laughs> like, like the lyrics, Maybe. you know, to this song. Like, I, I can't help but get that out of my mind. Like, just the two of them <laughs> in the offices backstage. Like, what rhymes with, with damn? Or, like, what rhymes with whatever? And it's just, to me, it's just endlessly hilarious that they did this sketch and the short shorts and oh, the, you I know like that. the dance shorts Callum Shanlin tweeted um, a picture of Dan and Cecily sitting on the bar in their shorts and saying SNL does love their shorts don't they <laughs> <laughs> yeah I loved the fact that he shed his legs also yeah this reached out once again to all of us Sh- Chits Creek fans who wanted to who hear wanted him to hear him sing and the show, oh my god, wow! And let me tell you, there's some things Dan is doing with his voice in this sketch. <laughs> and again, watched it 35 times. I'm like impressed. Like, I mean, I shouldn't feel like, oh, I can't believe he did that, or like, or not, or not like in disbelief about it or yeah. whatever. But I'm impressed. Like, like there's this one moment where the line is "hot damn," right? And then he's all he's supposed to say is "not friends." He goes "not friends." Like he like he plays <laughs> with it, and it's like so fucking cool. Uh, I'm obsessed. Uh. I'm, I'm I love that. I love that sketch so much. This is gonna make absolutely no sense, but Dan sings the way he laughs. Does that make any Aww, sense at all? Because you know that. when he does that really sarcastic laugh, like, <laughs> yeah, like that? Yes. That's the way he sings. Yes. Oh my God, you're so right about that. That's what I immediately heard when he started singing. Uh, and then, but so here, once again, though, as great as the sketch was, which just for like background purposes, like it's a sports bar on Super Bowl Sunday, the TV's not working. And so the two bartenders are behind the bar are like, well, we'll just like sing a football song for you guys while we wait for the new TV. And they're like, what? what's a football song? And Dan does that hilarious line of like, he's like, he's like, you know, hot damn. And they're like. And it goes like, you mean the song that goes like, dun, 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 or whatever. And he's like, dun, 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 the he goes, NFL song. He goes, no, I'm not thinking about that. Why would I be thinking about that when I said I was thinking about Hot Damn? <laughs> <laughs> that line yeah. never gets old. 
<laughs> like his, his line read on that kills me every time. So uh, then they start going into the song and dance number about mm-hmm. hot damn. And it's like kissing and loving and hugging and punting and all these hilarious things. And then they take it one step too far when Cecily holds a knife up to Beck yeah. and goes, now don't you say anything or we'll kill you. And, you know, like too much. Yeah. Just end it at the perfect button, right? They all get in on the number. Everyone's singing and dancing at the end. It's like, yeah. oh, we did know this song after all. It Cut even to black. felt awkward. She, it even looked like she felt like, Yeah, it's unnecessary. It, you know? But again, I can see it so clearly. Like they're in the writer's room. They're like, oh, okay, we wrote this great sketch. It's going to be this musical number. Da, 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 da. And then, and then it just needs something. It just needs something, and it's mm-hmm. like, no, it doesn't. It really doesn't, people. It really does. That not. sketch was enough. It was perfection. It could have yeah. ended on them with their jazz hands and cut to black. Like yes. that's it. It just, it just doesn't yeah, get old it for makes me. Absolute it's so sense good. why that's your favorite. <laughs> I love it. I don't think I love it as much as I love the Zillow because, again, the Zillow mm. is just like that extra step of like. It's so specific and like it's so like hits home, you yeah. know. But hot damn, I'm I'm obsessed with that. I don't know. I love the song. Fair. I've been singing it all day. <laughs> and then we had oh the wedding, the wedding sketch. Don't like yeah that one. Yeah, I don't think I understand it. I don't either. That's the fucking point. <laughs> I want to watch something and be like, oh yes, my god. I want to know what i think is funny about it but this one i'm just like why are they heckling this guy like why are they it feels like a comedian who's trying to do like observation humor but it's observations that nobody's relating to you know yeah and then like kate mckinnon is fucking hilarious oh she's the greatest but like mm, i just mm -mm. yeah this this sketch did nothing for me i don't Okay, so it almost felt like a throwaway sketch. It did feel like that, yeah, and it probably was because it's the one it it aired, I think, right before Phoebe's last song. Yeah, I think so. But see, that's not usually a throwaway spot because that's usually like like the lead in to the musical number, the final musical number is not necessarily like the last sketch between musical and closing, that's usually the Mm -hmm. throwaway. But this one Okay, so it's a wedding. It's Ego and Mikey. They're getting married. And then it's that part of the thing where the priest or the preacher says, like, if anyone has any objections, let them speak now. And then Dan and Kate are like, oh, and like, like, they get up and they're like talking specifically to Carrie about, oh, no, you know what? Never mind. You're good. Mm-hmm. We're we're good. You know. And then they're sitting down and they're like texting each other and like being obnoxious. And then she starts being like, "Okay, do you guys have something to say or whatever?" And then Mikey's character is like giving this like beautiful like vow because like they wrote their own vows and he's like talking about like friends and Grey's Anatomy and stuff and they're making fun of him for it. But like it's just like he loves her and she loves him and like that's cool. And then he gets mad at them mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, okay. Oh, I like." this now go ahead get married and it's like what what's the joke (laughs) yeah i didn't know what the joke was at all yeah okay they are funny sure i don't know in their own way maybe i haven't been to enough weddings like is this a thing that happens like i don't know (laughs) i go to weddings all the time and i've never fucking seen anything like this but maybe i don't know i don't know if someone wants to let us know, yeah, maybe why there's, maybe there's something we're not miss, miss like we're missing. Something? Yeah, the closest I can come to like sort of relating to that sketch was um, 
when one of my friends got married a few years ago, um, in the middle of the ceremony, like in church, one of her bridesmaids like full on just fell over, <gasps> like fainted. Oh my god! Like, in the middle of whatever the priest was saying. And I mean, I'm, I'm laughing now because she's fine. Everything's fine. But in the moment, it, it was like shocking. But then also because like it was me and all of my friends like sitting in the pews, you know, and we were just sort of like it was like the moment of levity <laughs> the wedding needed. Like we immediately oh, no. we immediately like broke. Like after that, it was like all like, it was like game over. Like we kept we, we couldn't help but like oh. talk to each other throughout the whole thing. And like we were like te- we were texting and like taking pictures and like kind of being obnoxious, you know, to be fair. And to the point where afterwards, like when everything was over and they were all taking photos like up at the altar, you know, mm-hmm. and we were just like we had nothing to do, but we couldn't leave either. Um, so we're just like having a good time. We're like laughing and yelling. We're like, oh, my God, our friend got married. Ha ha. Taking <laughs> taking photos and stuff. And the priest had to come up to us and be like, you guys know you're not at a party, right? <laughs> like, wow. He's like, he's like, you guys know you're at church, right? And we were like, OK. <laughs> like, we tisk, tisk. Yeah, we got we got told by the priest. Were your parents? so humiliated my with parents you? weren't there <laughs> oh it wasn't it was a friend <laughs> wedding oh my, gosh. oh my gosh is the girl okay is she died no okay Thank god i mean oh she's god, fine yeah. No, yeah good yeah they had to take oh the, 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 this is the best part <laughs> so they like they immediately stopped everything they like oh. ushered her into the back to like be god. revived or whatever <laughs> To resuscitate her? <laughs> yeah. You know, wow. like throw some smelling salts under her nose sure, sure, or sure, whatever. Sure, sure, yeah. But of course, like everybody sort of got all up in arms because also she was like, she was my friend's cousin or something. So like her mm-hmm. parents were there and everybody sort of got like the family got all like, like up in arms about it. Right. And a few people like rushed up to like carry her, help her out. Mm-hmm. One of them being the groom's dad who couldn't help like he had no business rushing up to this girl like she had her own parents there or whatever right mm-hmm. and it's like you could just stay in your lane dude okay but he couldn't help himself and like a fucking bull in a china shop okay <laughs> he, fucking, he runs up to her and on the way knocking over the thing that holds the the incense you know oh, and no. just knocks that over causes a fucking commotion like craziness and then he's like fumbling over himself trying to lift this oh, thing back up but also God. attend to this girl it was fucking hilarious like we lost it like me and my friend group sitting together we fucking lost it like it was hilarious and then and then it was game over so like that's the closest i can come to relating to like an obnoxious why did she faint low blood sugar maybe probably yeah because with armenian weddings it's like it starts at the crack literally crack of dawn Mm. you don't ever have time to eat and you're drinking from like 8 a.m yeah until forever she was probably she was probably shit-faced had no had not eaten anything probably to like look good in her dress you know yeah and uh it was it was i mean she's fine she like she literally came out and then they continued like they, they didn't even proceed without her it wasn't like that you know so everything was fine but like but that's what i'm saying like that's the closest i can come to relating to like an obnoxious church or wedding guest yeah. i guess you know but even but that's not really the premise of the sketch i don't know yeah i don't know that's why i can't really say much about it because i don't know yeah so yeah like i said if anybody knows or yeah, wants yeah. to fill us in please tell us what we're missing please because we want I to laugh. like it yeah and then Phoebe sang again, and she broke a guitar and a monitor, as far as I could tell. And that was exciting. Um, Sorry. <laughs> that was the highlight of my night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
And then we had the last sketch of the night, which was the it gets better, but not really. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which had its definite funny moments. Like, I think Kate stole the show on (laughs) that one with her iguana. iguana. Holy (laughs) fuck. That was good. good. She's like, like, it gets better, but now my whole life is just about this iguana. (laughs) I love how the moment she gets startled because the iguana is sitting on this couch next to her. (laughs) She goes, goes, I'm really glad that I can visit my wife in the hospital. It just sucks that she's in the hospital because she got mauled by a dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) That was really good. Okay, that actually was. Yeah, they should have did the wedding one for the last one, and then <laughs> yeah, right. Spots. That's the throwaway. Yeah, and then when Dan's like, um, <laughs> "I'm just really glad I can have the same problems that used to be reserved for straight people." <laughs> yeah, that was a good sketch. Yeah, and like Bowen's thing is like that he gets picked on. He used to get picked on for being gay. Now he gets picked on for his terrible taste in music. I went. I made one comment about Chromatica. Now I have to move. <laughs> it's great. How fucking funny that was. It's a great one. Oh man. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, and then and then that's it. And then we had our goodbyes. And, yeah. and Dan and, and Eugene was standing Eugene right next to Dan. Did you see the so hug cute. too? Yes. He should have hugged him before he hugged Phoebe, but uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Okay, so please tell me you saw the photo that was circulating Twitter. So it's it's a still from that goodbye moment, right? So it's Heidi. Yeah. You know Heidi. Mm-hmm. Tall, wearing her mask, wearing a Alexis dress for better yes. or for worse. And then next to her is Phoebe wearing her like skeleton pearl situation. Sure. And then Dan and Eugene and somebody tweeted saying, I'm so glad the cast of Schitt's Creek hosted SNL this week. Fucking <laughs> shit. I didn't think it's, about that. It's so good. Oh we're gonna we're gonna God. post that. We're gonna repost that when when this goes out. Oh shit. It's so fucking perfect. I mean, <laughs> Heidi looks just like an Alexa stand-in. <laughs> Phoebe looks just like like she's wearing a Moira outfit, hundred <laughs> percent. And then you've got Dan and Eugene. Oh it's man. Fucking hilarious that's great is perfect so Um, phoebe did do something yeah (laughs) oh great good good i'm really glad she contributed accomplishment yay don't Mm. fucking at me guys (laughs) don't fucking hate me i'm sorry i'm just gonna go on the record my thing is is like i actually have no judgment like i don't care enough about her and what and what she did on snl to even think or talk about it truly it is what it is like Go for it, girl. Like, I don't care. So that's... That was was SNL hosted by Dan Levy. And I'm glad he went by Dan. Yeah, I like that too. Mm -hmm. As soon as they introduced me, I was like, oh, Dan, not Daniel. Okay. Um, Proud. Yeah. That's my word. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Proud. What's the word up, word up? (laughs) Um, No, I mean, overall success... Yeah, I would say so. He did great. Mm-hmm. He did not disappoint. So I know, proud of our baby. He's surprised to me. He's funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> our boy. Yay, our baby. <laughs> yeah, he did great. He's fun. And everybody can go talk about it now and rewatch it and yeah. love it. What did you think about his uh, Super Bowl commercial? Oh, with the M&M's. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cute. You know, it wasn't anything. I thought it was going to be something, a bigger deal. Yeah. It was cute. Mm -hmm. 
I thought it was funny. I think I saw like the the one that aired during the Super Bowl. And then you know how they always do like random like follow up ones? Yeah. Or, like the beta version of the Super Bowl version, you know? Mm-hmm. And I saw one where he was sitting at that table with those two and then with the one in the car that he was going to eat. You yeah. Know? And that one in the car is like yelling and screaming and trying to. And he's, he's like, you guys are making this really awkward for me. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Did you also see that they released uh, or he did? He posted or did something. There was another sketch that they didn't air. Oh, I didn't think to look for the unaired ones. Did you watch it? Yeah, but now I'm not going to remember what it was. Oh, gosh. I didn't even think because yeah. they, they always do the unaired mm-hmm. ones and it didn't occur to me because I was watching it on Hulu and not on YouTube yeah. like I usually do. Darn. So we'll go look for those now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it didn't make it to air, Lauren probably felt it wasn't worth it. So At the end, I'll be a Lauren. Mm-hmm. Lauren. Lauren. <laughs> Lauren, which fellow Canadian Lauren, mm-hmm. you know, that's cool. Oh, and let's not forget, too, when right at 1130, as the show started, we uh, we cheers with a glass oh, of Canadian ice wine. We which did. Was lovely. It was yummy. And, Very sweet. And it's because they pluck the grapes and press them when they're frozen. Oh, like, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. And then we had burgers and sushi. Oh, my gosh. That yes. was great. That was fun. Oh, man, we ate all the things. <laughs> and then we stayed up to four in the morning doing karaoke. Oh, my goodness. Um, all right. I think that's going to do it for I us. think so. So until next time. We love you, shitheads. Kiel Vaj. Blessings.